Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Let's Talk PMA. Good afternoon, I guess it is today. Um, we have Riley with us, Hello. and um, he was one of my and mental health students from CBC. He plays golf for the CBC team. Brother, would you like to introduce yourself and who you are and what you do and why you're here? For sure. Uh, hi, I'm Riley Dorsett. I am a CBC golfer, a freshman this year, uh, looking to major in nursing. And I had a lot of fun this year. Uh, I'm ready to continue next year, power through the summer. And I'm here to talk a little bit about what went on this year. Awesome. So what went on this year? Tell us. Um, well, in terms of uh, the whole mental health like aspect that we all went through during this this season together, uh, there was a lot of conversation about mental stability, being able to recognize what you're feeling. And uh, I feel like that's where it all started and kind of where it all ended for me as well. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. So when you first started the season, we didn't we didn't work together. It was the second part of the season. Oh, so you right. Guys so you guys have spring, the yeah. spring, um, yes. the fall season, and then I will start working with you guys in the spring. So right. how how do you feel like when you first started in the fall, um, where were you, how are you different now than you were then? Um, well, in general, uh, it's, it's me specific because I came into the season kind of, kind of as an underdog. I wasn't, I was on the sixth seat, so I, I was... Uh, arguably the worst person on the team starting the season. So I had a lot of work to do. Mm -hmm. And going into that, uh, you got to go down before you can go up. And hitting a low like that was kind of rough for my mental health. So the it's been a lot of work for sure. Mm -hmm. So so when you say like, you know, you were struggling with your mental health, I want to I want to kind of dive deeper into that, if you don't mind, obviously. <laughs> what specifically were you struggling with and especially like within golf like what kind of um negativity or different situational things did you, were you experiencing uh so starting in the fall i came into the team as about a an eight eight handicap and but my swing was something that I had built over my own my own time. I, it was just me. I built it. It was from uh, high school, and it wasn't it wasn't perfect. It, it had a lot of things that could be better. But with all of that improvement comes new feelings, uh, new ways to to hit your shots, and it was completely different than what I ended with. So going through the transfer to the new swing from the old swing was the about. I went back up to like an 18 handicap for a little while. And it was really, I, I was trying to hold myself back up to that standard of, I can still hit, hit that eight, hit that under eight, over eight, you know, around, around the eight area, but it just keep, it's hard to, it's hard to really put into words, to be honest, but I guess in short, I just always held myself to a higher standard than what I was performing at. And I didn't really know where to go from there, except just to keep on working at it. And I mean, here that's, I am now. So. I mean, that's all that you can ask for, honestly. Yeah. I, I mean, everybody holds themselves to a higher standard than probably where they're 
you're at. It doesn't matter if you're a professional or if you're just starting in a game, everybody wants to play their best. That's so, right. and I think that's just kind of that determination, that competitiveness that all athletes deal with. So you're not alone in that aspect of that. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So when you got back up to that 18, what kind of thoughts were you having? Mainly like, what am I going to do with myself? It's like, how am I going to, how am I going to be okay with how I'm, how I'm doing right now? And going through that whole month period of, of that phase that I had was more of a, well, the, the worst that can I, the, the worst that I can do is just keep trying. Right. So what I, what was I feeling? Yeah. Just, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, th I think that was what I, the most common thought that I, that I felt was what am I going to do with myself? And so when, when you're thinking about what am I going to do with myself, did it drive you or did it help? Did it hold you back? Honestly, it kind of held me down a lot of times. Um, during rounds, I'd hit shots. I'd hit really bad shots two, three, four times in a row. And I'd kind of just hold my head down and be like, wow, what, what's happening? And I wouldn't know. And that's the worst part. You know, usually when you are struggling in golf and you've come down to the level that I'm that I've been performing at you generally know what you need to do to fix something or what you are doing wrong specifically and it it was just all over the place I didn't know so I that's why what are you doing what are you doing with yourself what are you going to do with yourself over and over again that's all and was that in the fall or was that in the spring too uh spring it was a lot more mentally healthy because I saw a lot of improvement over the winter. I put in a lot of hours, uh, a lot of lessons with coach and slowly saw improvement, improvement, improvement until I was able to go out more on my own and, and think about what I was doing. I probably did lessons with coach. Uh, I want to say until our first tournament in the fall. And then I kind of dropped off and started doing more of my own thing since uh there wasn't like a lot left that i needed to learn to get what i what i needed to keep going mm -hmm. so right now i've only been playing golf for about three years and what i'm looking for right now is competitive experience and being able to hold your mental throughout around and that confidence that you need to to go shot for shot over and over again and, and be okay with what you put out and the results you put out. So you don't mess with your mental health, like during a round. It's, so where, go ahead. sorry. So um, would you say that during your spring season, did you change that or did you still struggle with it? Did you have both? Um, I think, to, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I still struggle with it to be honest, but Towards the end, I was able to really make a push towards keeping my mental health fresh towards uh, what I feel like the at least the first half or like the first 10 or 11 holes in the round was. But after those first 10 or 11 holes, it was kind of a struggle to keep myself in it, especially when I was doing really well. 
um, I would kind of choke, I guess. I'd, I'd struggle to, to keep my mental and say, well, just do what you've been doing. Whereas I think I need to focus more on just playing the round rather than telling myself that I need to keep going. Mm -hmm. yeah. so, so since you have gone through the program and do you feel like you can continue to work on all of those things mentally and do you feel like you're stronger or do you feel so, like you're kind of working on that on your own like going through like as we're going through our lessons you know through the workbook and stuff yes and do you feel like that helped you in your game in the spring i think it made me much more self-aware of what might have been going on writing down your thoughts uh in that journal you gave you actually gave us was was pretty nice just so i can reflect and look back and see what was going on in my head and then being able to clear my mind and go back to it at a different time with a different perspective was very um, new to me. I, I hadn't really done that to the, up, up until the season. And it, like I said, it gave me a new perspective on what I was, what I was feeling. And um, I did, I do think that I, that I improved quite a bit this season very proud yeah. of myself. Yeah, I mean, I kind of want to go back to what you had said because you were saying how during your rounds in the spring, how even when you're doing well, you were kind of struggling to stay present, right? You were kind yes. of like, oh, maybe, you know, just do what you've been doing kind of thing. And I yeah. think that's a really, really big thing. I don't care what sport you're playing is to stay present in that moment. You don't need to think about the past. The past has happened and you can't change it. And you can only work towards the future, right? right? But if you're overthinking that future, it's not gonna, you're not gonna perform the way that you're wanting to. Yeah. So staying present is honestly probably the biggest thing that you can do for yourself. And that's also the way that you're gonna have fun. If I'm too busy worrying about the future and I don't care if I'm playing sports or if I'm just in life, if I'm worried about the future, how can I embrace what's happening now? How can I learn from what I'm doing right now? Yeah, it gives you false sure. expectation, yes. right? So if you're thinking only about what you can do in the future, then if you don't, you're setting yourself up for failure because what if you don't do that, what you expected, right. you know? And so you've already set yourself up for possibly failure mm -hmm. or possibly saying, hey, I'm going to get there and I'm so excited that I did. But if you stay present and you're like, okay, here I am, it's okay. And then being ready to, see the future what it could be that's right right yeah and so not what it's going to be but what it could be i'm yes. so excited because i'm gonna get here right but this is these are the steps that i have to take to get there right right and um talking about that a little bit more it made me uh, realize that at at bandon i kind of started to go through my head and realize what i was thinking and um Possibly, like at the end, I realized that I was probably thinking too much. Whereas it kind of, it has the same effect. Mm -hmm. Whereas if you're having a negative thought, then it, it uh, induces negative play. Whereas you're thinking too much, you can't play. Right. It's, uh, there, there has to be a sweet spot somewhere in there. And honestly, during this off season, that's what I'm gonna be spending a lot of time trying to figure out. That's exciting. I think, I think you're will, I think you're on the right track. And, um, you know, I think of 
of you just the improvement you've done this year on yourself and just recognizing, I think you have a great chance of totally conquering that. I really hope so. Yeah, I mean, in being open-minded, you seem like you're completely open-minded to all of this. And that's probably one of the biggest things that you can mm -hmm. do to help yourself. If you're open-minded to adjusting, to changing, to you know, learning and growing, that's really what's going to keep you going and what's going to make you have that positive, um, I guess, mental attitude, but also the, the positive things, you know, happen to you. You're going to have a lot more positiveness in your life if you're open to it than if you're closed-minded. That's where all the negativity comes in because you overthink, you underthink, you have all of that. You got to find the sweet spot for sure. Right. Yeah. What kind of advice would you give to upcoming freshmen? Like the golfers, like the Golf, guys that yep. are going to guys that are going to yeah. join the team next year. Yeah. Um. You know, college college golf is a is a whole different thing compared to high school golf. Um, a lot of people say it's uh, less laid back, but from what I've found, as long as you're willing to put on a smile and and laugh with the people that you play with. It's probably just as as casual, although the stakes are higher, in my opinion. And that's what makes it all the more competitive and all the all the more the uh, I guess more important that you keep your head in the game. So keeping your head in the game, does that, you know, is it scary to think, okay, it's gonna be more competitive and I'm gonna have to work harder and it's it's gonna be a challenge. Can I do it? Uh, there's no denying that you need to put in your hours. Um, I know I probably couldn't put in more, to be honest, over the winter, but with all that snow, it was just, it was a lot for me already. I put money into it. I put a lot of effort, a lot of time into grinding out hours in the off season. And even during season, I'd stay late. I'd go early, I'd do weekend runs, I'd play golf, 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 golf. And then on top of that, you have schools to you have school to manage. Mm -hmm. As a freshman, it's a little bit more lenient. You just need to be passing all of your classes, I believe. But as a sophomore, you need to be passing with 2.0. And I think um, I don't really think that's a that's an issue because of the resources that you're provided as a CBC student, you, as a CBC student athlete, especially because you get free tutors. Um, what was your question again? <laughs> I, I forgot. Your <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. We'll move on. Uh, one yeah, thing we'll move on. We'll move on. Go ahead, Al. Oh, I was just going to say, um, you were saying how you spent a lot of time with your coach. Um, I kind of want to know, was he super involved with um, your me the mental side of everything with you? Did he help? Did he have any kind of impact, whether it was positively or negatively, um, on you in keeping your game up throughout the seasons, whether it was the fall or the spring? Was he involved in the mental side of our golf game? Yes. I I don't I don't think so, but he was very good at preparing us for what we were going to be seeing in like different tournaments and in the things that we needed to work on he would make us uh write up scorecards after every practice and he would give us practice schedules and 
things and tips that would help us um, help us solve issues. You know, he would give us advice because coaches uh, better than like 90% of the team. Right. And honestly, his form of simplistic golf is very easy to talk about, but until you do it, I think it's something that's a little harder to perform, especially as somebody who maybe has a massive ego during golf or is too scared in golf. Yeah. Um, knowing what you should go for, what you can go for is different than just having a mental state that's, you know, solid. It's two different, complete, completely different sides of the golf game. Yes. And that, and and that goes with every sport that goes with every sport. It doesn't matter if it's golf or not. We say you have to have a hundred, you have to put a hundred percent physical and a hundred percent mental. You can't play any sport and you honestly can't go through life without that. You have to put 200% of it into whatever you're doing. And, um, so yes, there are two sides, but every single coach has to be able to embrace both too. Do you think that if he would have had more of an impact on your mental, like if he saw that you were down and was able to like snap you out of it, would that have helped you? Or would you appreciate that? I guess, what is that something that you would have wanted to have in addition? Because we're all still learning. We're all still trying to, you know, gain that mental knowledge. Is that something that you would have liked to have as an athlete? Um, yes. And honestly, now that you think about it, now, now that I'm like thinking about it more and more, I wasn't really expecting this kind of question, but um, <laughs> yeah, you know, he did. Let me start over. There's a lot of people on the team, especially no. for one round of golf or one tournament round of golf. There is not a lot he can do for every single person on that team. If they need him. He's only one person and, you know, he has Roop, but him and Roop are different. Roop's usually with the girls and uh, coach is usually with the guys and, or maybe actually coach visits the girls too. I can't attest for that. But the point is, is that his time is already spread thin enough. So even if I did have something mental that I need to be covered, it's not like I could, it's not, I think there's any of you right there to help me out. Right. Yeah, so, no, of course. But I'm just saying, like in general, whether it's practice, it doesn't have to be during a round either. I'm just saying overall, like having that extra assistance with the mental side of it. Yes, it would be honestly quite beneficial. Yes. I think that's what a lot of coaches um aren't understanding that or there's you know, there's a good number that, you know, the mental side is you can just take, take it for granted. Right. Yeah. Cause we just, until we, until we address it and say, Hey, Riley, are you kind of in your head today? Like what's going on? You know? And if you can see that and every, you know, you have, you had 11 kids on the, between the girls and boys. Right. right? Yeah. And so, you know, for him to be able to recognize, Hey, you're not performing at your top notch today. What's going on. Right. Yeah. And not every coach can do that. Not every coach has the time and especially in golf, it's hard, yeah. right? But to have the ability to say, Hey, I recognize you're struggling today. Yes. You know, and that, and a lot of coaches, if they can just take that second to say, 
I'm recognizing that you're struggling. Mm-hmm. And just to have that little bit of acknowledgement, what does that do to you when I say, hey, I recognize you're struggling today. What's going on? Um, it's more of a, like, I noticed that you're, you're caring kind of feeling. And I've had a few talks with coach about how earlier I talked about how towards the end of the round, if I'm doing well, or if I'm, if I'm not, I, mainly if I'm doing well, then I, I tend to choke up and tense up and, and panic. And I've talked to him and a few of the other uh, CBC golf members about, about this issue. And it's not like they're not there for me, but um, to have separate, com- separate dedicated conversations to things like that is, is different than um, a person reaching out for, for, for that kind of advice. Mm-hmm. And um, especially because I wouldn't be surprised if other guys on the team were having some, some of the same issues. Right. Sometimes yeah. it's just hard to, to open up yourself and say, hey, I'm struggling. That's right. Because right? yes. you want to be strong, you want to be tough, right? right. You want to be, hey, I'm okay today, but we're not always okay. No, and that's, yeah. that's fine. And and I mean, you have to be able to rely on yourself. And none of this, none of what we're teaching is saying that you can't rely on yourself because you have to. You 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 literally have to be able to rely on yourself. But asking for help is going to help you learn how to rely on yourself. Because right. even just asking one question is going to, I'm going to keep that in my head. And the next time I'm going through something similar to this, I'm going to remember that conversation and be like, hey, I remember when my mom said, or my friend said, or my coach said, you know, whatever it was that was beneficial to me in that moment and made me feel better. Then I can reflect on that again. And if I'm in the game or I'm in playing around or something and I'm feeling that same thing, I can think about what they said and how it made me feel when they said it. And I can say, oh, take a breath. And now I'm, I can rely on myself with the reflection and help of others. So you have to be able to rely on yourself. There's not a single person in this world that can do everything by themselves, <laughs> you know, and at least in a healthy way, <laughs> like yeah. some people, some people are a little crazy like that, but you have to, you have to be able to use your support system. And athletes have probably the biggest support system. You are offered a lot more as an athlete. Um, And so utilize what you have. And even if it's just one of your teammates be like, bro, I'm really struggling today. How are you feeling? You know, or say what is on your chest. And then they're either going to say, bro, get over it. Or they're going to actually sympathize with you and they're going to help you. Um, And either way, you're able to say, okay, I can, I can get through this. Mm -hmm. So with that being said, since you've been through the program, you've been through most of the workbook, right? Yes. And so now that you're going to be a second year, how can you use the knowledge that you got from the workbook and all the training that you got and all the things you're working on? How can you use that to help your teammates next year? To help my, my future teammates? Yeah. Um, honestly, for me, I think I need to focus a lot on on self improvement. Like I said, I'm I'm probably the weakest link right now, and you know the team is only as strong as their weakest link. So I need to improve myself, and if that's what I need to do to help with the guys, then that's the first objective. Mm-hmm. 
So I I hear your your weakest link. I'm I'm the weakest link. Um, I'm the weakest yeah. link, right? Yeah. And so you put in your head that I'm the weakest link, no matter what, right now. For That's right now. how I prove to myself that um, that I'm not right. Yes. So what's going to make you say I'm the strongest link in our chain? Um, when it comes to uh, the golf side of that, I think the easiest way to to say I'm the strongest or I'm the best is that I'm beating guys on their good days or their bad days are worse than my bad days. Like that's, or um, even if I'm right up next to them and I'm competing head to head with them, it's just a feeling of relief, I guess. So how do you build confidence in your game? Um, how do I build confidence in my game? Like during a round? Just in general, like we're sitting here talking and I don't feel confidence in your game at the oh. moment in time. So I'm asking you, how are you going to build confidence in your game? How am I going to build confidence in my game? Well, like I said, uh, my plan is to play uh, a lot more high stakes golf, something that will hopefully uh, come close to what I feel during a college tournament, mm -hmm. um, get more practice in that setting just to help myself realize um, that feeling of that gray area that we were talking about where not too overthinking or not too negative, but understanding that um, when I mess up, I need to understand that that's a mess up and then I need to move on and just play my round of golf. And um, when I really get in it, I'm, I want to say that I'm very focused, but out, like I, <laughs> I put out a lot of energy mm -hmm. while being very focused on what I'm doing. Like I'll be occupying my mind during a round that I go three over through the first 12 holes and I'll be outgoing, outputting, and then as soon as I get to my ball, it's, and I can see exactly what I want. I can see exactly how I'm gonna do it. I can feel comfortable over the ball and my swing feels perfect and in and, and smooth, uh, good tempo and everything. And it just all clicks together. And if I hit it bad, I understand that I can work with that. That's where my confidence comes from. If I can work with that, I'll go hit it again. But where my panic comes from is the, the what am I going to do with myself? Like when, I, when I'm walking to my ball, I need to, instead of saying, what am I going to do with myself? I need to say something maybe more along the lines of, I can do this or I can get out of this. I can work with this. Yes. And being able to do that in the moment is a lot harder than it sounds. It is. And it takes practice. Yes, it just, takes practice. Just like everything. <laughs> so you say um, you're talking a lot about what's 
creating confidence within yourself in the golf game. Yes. I want to know, are you like actually confident in yourself? Like you as a person, your personality, yes. your personnel. So you, yeah, you're confident. That's amazing. I'm super glad that you're confident in yourself. That's step one. I think you need to learn how to translate your confidence into yourself and hold how you hold yourself high. I can see how you hold yourself high, just how you sit and how you talk, right? I think you need to learn how to translate and hold yourself high during your game. Doesn't matter if you're playing great, doesn't matter if you're playing bad, you are doing your best always, right? I can tell just by how you, what we've, the conversation that we have had, you always are doing your best and you're always trying your hardest. And that's what matters, right? You are learning, you're growing, you are practicing, um, you are consistently working to be the best that you can be. Take the confidence that you have within yourself and who you actually are and embrace that in your golf game. And the confidence will come because if you can hold yourself high while you're playing, whether you're playing like garbage or if you're playing your very best, it's gonna translate. And just understand that if I play bad, that doesn't mean that I'm not good. I'm not a good person or anything else like that your confidence in who you are is always going to be the same. That does make a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah, definitely just, you know, carrying that over from everything you do in your life. Like Ali said, it's, you know, grow the confidence in yourself with everything that you have and learning that just knowing that, you know, I've got this, you know, you hit a bad shot. Okay. I've got this. I got the next one. It's going to be okay. And so, taking those negative thoughts or those negative phrases that you have of I'm the weakest link or a link or, um, you know, I'm, I'm the, I'm the um, worst on the team, right? Those are all words that your brain goes, I can work with that. I can, I can keep going with that. Right. It's not the best. So, you know, work with, work with those words like in your affirmations go through the workbook and in your affirmations mm -hmm. um and you know write those down what do you want make your confidence affirmations you know i am worthy i am confident in my shot i am confident in my game and practice those you know i'm okay if i hit a bad shot yes i am i'm ready for the next one i'm always ready for the next one and making those the the core of your mind those other ones that aren't serving you mm. those weakest links those become obsolete you're not going to be there anymore because maybe you're not the weakest link maybe not maybe someone that comes on to the to the team next year maybe they're not going to be as good as you maybe you're going to improve so much over the summer that you're the strongest link right that'd be very nice yeah, yeah. so take that out of your out of your saves for yourself because it's not serving you. Right. Definitely something I need to work on. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. So thank you so much for joining us today. So it was such an honor to work with you guys. And, um, you know, if you had this program next year, would you, would you want it? Yeah. 100%. You think it, it was something that everyone benefited from? Um, Most everyone. Most everybody, I think a lot of people, it was more of just a, like a wake up call. Mm -hmm. 
Like it was something that they they knew, mm-hmm. but it was definitely something that they needed to hear. Yeah. So. Sometimes just recognizing that we have thoughts. Yeah. We don't always know what our thoughts create or that we're even thinking yeah. of anything, right? Yeah. And um, it's just such a natural thing. It is. It's hard to get lost. It's e- easy to get lost. Easy to get lost. Yep. Absolutely. Thank you so much. And I wish you all the best of luck. And I hope that, um, I hope we do get to work together. I hope so too. So thank you everybody for watching. Um, this was another really great episode. Thank you Riley so much for coming on here. Um, you had some really great things to say, and I'm really glad that this program is working out for you. And, um, we're here for you. If you obviously need any help getting through that mental toughness barrier of yours. So thank you everyone for watching. Please don't forget to go like and subscribe. Um, Go to our website to get your own workbook so you can work on your mental toughness and see all the programs that we have coming and we have so much new stuff happening and we're super excited to share it with you all. So stay tuned on our Instagram and our Facebook and our website if you want to stay in tune with all of that. It's all on there. So thank you all for watching and we will see you all next week.